everyone, and welcome to the Inside Wag Nutrition Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Josh. And today we have Taylor Lucas on the podcast. Taylor is one of our WAG coaches. Uh, she's one of three RDs on our staff, so she helps out a lot with the um, meal plans, programming those. Uh, Brittany talked about those on last week's episode, I believe. Um, so yeah, she's a, helping out with that. She has a decent amount of clients that she works with every single day. Um, her background, she has a degree from OSU, a degree from Northern Colorado University as well. Um, she is a USAW level one, which we will dive into more of because she's a pretty decorated Olympic weightlifter. Um, CrossFit level two, which is cool. I didn't know that. Um, WAG certified coach, uh, co-owner and operator of White Tail Acres event venue, which is also a cool thing that she does, I think, with your sisters, right? Your family? Something? Yep, correct. Cool, yep. cool. Um, so, yeah, welcome, Taylor, to the show. Thank you. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. All right, Taylor. So yeah, first thing we like to uh, start with, with our uh, coach guests, is we want to know where you're from, who do you share your space with, uh, who do you get to share your life with? Um, so I live in Lima, Ohio. Um, I grew up around the Lima area. Um, if you don't know where that is, it's maybe an hour east of Fort Wayne. Um, so Northwest corner of Ohio. Oh, right on. Okay. Um, I did live. Yep. I did live in Columbus for about six years um, when I went to college. And then I stayed there for a couple of years before I moved back home to Lima um, just to be closer to family. Um, I live with my boyfriend of four and a half years. Um, we've been living together for a couple of years now, actually. Um, and also my uh, pit bull mix. Her name is Ivy. Oh, <laughs> how old is Ivy? Ivy um, is eight years old. Oh, well, we might we might hear Ivy make a guest appearance on the podcast today. Yeah. Yeah, probably. probably. I um, adopted <laughs> cool. her when I was living in Columbus at school. Right on. Yeah, OSU. So that's like, I mean, I'm a Michigan guy, so it's like, you know, there's a big time like. Oh no! Between, between <laughs> Michigan and Ohio State, which is like, it's it's fine. Don't don't worry. I'm not I'm not like one of those one of those people. But I mean, that's a huge school. That's a, I mean, huge, right? Like most of like Columbus is like yeah. centered around OSU. Yes, yeah. it's the Ohio State University, right? <laughs> yeah, for real. So <laughs> let me. Yeah. <laughs> How did Northern the degree from Northern Colorado kind of come around? So I got my undergrad in nutrition at Ohio State, um, and okay. I started off actually as an exercise science major. Um, after my freshman year, I kind of realized uh, my love for nutrition, um, and so I decided to change my major to nutrition. Um, and Ohio State has six different nutrition tracks of like different degrees. Damn. And um, mine was focused more on nutrition in industry, which is like more like the kind of food service area. Um, so I didn't choose the right degree to become a dietitian in, oh. in short. <laughs> oh, okay. um, so I took the long route. I, after I graduated, I had to go back and I did online through Colorado. 
um, in order okay. to meet the requirements mm. for um, <clears throat> dietetics to be able to uh, sit for an RD exam and do the internship and all that. Gotcha. Okay. I was going to ask, yeah, because I know University of Northern, Northern Colorado is in, it's about an hour northeast of me here in Denver. And I was like, did you physically go there? Or yeah, did you get to spend some time in Greeley? <laughs> know what that's about? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's right, in well, Greeley. Um, I did it all online part time while I was working full time. Mm. That's um, so one of one of the other questions that we like to ask people is obviously like you work with us at WAG right now. But before that, before WAG, like what were you doing? I mean, obviously in the nutrition world, of course, uh, given what you just told us, but what was your job like? you know, working with who and doing what before you uh, kind of joined uh, WAG? Um, so I'm actually a rather new dietitian, um, but I'm in my second year. So um, my first job getting into the field was actually working at a local hospital as a clinical dietitian. Um, I was there part-time and then part-time I was working as a consultant dietitian going around to different nursing homes um, locally. Um, and then once I got hired on to WAG, I actually dropped the hospitals. Um, and currently I am still uh, working in the nursing homes part-time right too on. as well. Um, and then before, before becoming a dietitian, um, as you might know, we have to go through an internship, uh, which is 40 hours a week unpaid for about nine months time. So, um, I have to be able to feed myself yeah, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a, <laughs> I had a, um, a job with, I was an Instacart delivery driver delivering groceries to people, which was really great for my schedule. It's flexible. Um, I would actually, I would do that in the evenings and on the weekends when I wasn't, um, working, uh, for yeah. my internship for free. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a brutal internship. It's a long stretch of time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I wonder if that's, is that, is it to like weed out the people that just aren't committed to stepping down that Avenue? You think like, what do you think's the, uh, the idea behind that? <laughs> Probably because honestly that is extremely brutal. <laughs> like, yeah. um, if you don't have support from somebody or help, um, it's, it's impossible for most people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, it seems it's like a really big sacrifice. Yeah, it's really yeah. excellent um, experience. So you get experience hands on in all these different types of fields, um, food service, clinical, um, nutrition, coaching, the community, things like that. So it's, it's great experience, but it's definitely something you have to be able to commit to and figure out how to how to yeah. do that. Yeah, absolutely. It's With a big um, commitment. <laughs> you talked about leaving the hospital. Um, when you got, uh, to work, working with WAG, um, did you find that was a hard thing to do or did you find like the hospital kind of wasn't, wasn't for you as far as like, you know, doing this kind of work? So at first I thought that I liked the hospital. <laughs> um, I love, <laughs> I love that rotation during my internship. Um, I got into it and it was kind of, Definitely, I very quickly realized it was not my path. Um, so what you do is you get 
um, nutrition consults and you go see um, these patients that are in the hospital for one reason or another, inpatient. Um, it's not outpatient, it's inpatient. So you might see this person once and then give them diet education, which if you're in the hospital and you're not feeling well, you don't, you don't want to talk yeah. about your diet. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, the last people, it's the last thing most people care about. Um, you see them once and then they're gone and you never see them again. So it's like, did I even make a, an impact on this person? So it was like it wasn't f- fulfilling for me personally. Um, so getting into nutrition coaching and working with people on a weekly basis and following up with them is like a world's more fulfilling than that. So, yeah, yeah. I can imagine like, (laughs) that's weird. You're just like, hi, I'm here to to help you in this moment, in this moment alone, but no like follow through or that's such a strange thing. And then you've got to commit so much time to that at the same time. It's such a weird (laughs) process there. I can only imagine the difference it was of actually like coming on the wagon, forming relationships with people. Granted, not the ability right. to do it in person yeah. remotely or through video chats now that we get to do, thankfully, which is a, a great thing. But um, that's very cool. So how did you come about? Like, how did WAG come into your world? What was your first exposure to WAG? Um, and then, you know, what was the catalyst for you signing up for nutrition coaching yourself? Um, so I joined WAG as a client. I think it was back in 2018. Um, before I was, now I'm more of like a weightlifter type. Um, but back then I was hardcore CrossFit. I started CrossFit about 10 years ago, I think it was. Um, and I was competing all the time, had big goals. So I knew that if I wanted to get to the next level, I needed to prioritize my nutrition. And I just wanted somebody else's perspective on my nutrition approach. Um, I found WAG through Instagram, actually. Um, I had followed WAG for a while and then eventually started, I pulled the trigger once I was out of college and working um, so I could afford it. And um, my, my coach then was Laura Lee, which I absolutely loved her. She I think she was matched up very well with me for where I was in that Uh point of time. Um, I was actually, that's when I was working full-time and part-time student with Colorado. So I was, I was very stressed. Um, I did actually like have like stress eating and like not the greatest relationship with food. And she was really good at working with me to learn how to eat mindfully. And um, so she was an excellent um, coach for me at that time and helped me through that. So I stuck with her for around a year or so as a client. Um, And then actually around that time um, I had applied to work with WAG. Um, (laughs) Right on. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I never had any luck. I never heard back, um, but I didn't stop applying until. (laughs) Good for you. um, Several years later, and I finally got in as a sub coach um, just because I knew the impact it had on me. Um, And sometimes it's more than nutrition, um, Mm -hmm. especially uh, for me at that time. And I I saw how much of an impact you can have on a client. So I wanted part of that to be part of that. Yeah, it's 
so much uh, more than just macros. I and mean, we, we talk about it all the time. You know, I'm sure you talk about it with your clients too, people that you work with. It's like you could talk to your blue in the face about what you should do, but it, it's like if there's other things happening, you have to tackle those before, you know, you can get to like, hey, you need to eat more protein next week. It's like, let's how about how about mm-hmm. we do some other things to like get you in the mindset to like properly tackle this you know so it's yeah it's it you said it you said it best it's it's so much more than that so much more right mm-hmm. I, I find it interesting too i think you're one of the first coaches that we've interviewed where there was a, a specificity in like the intuitive eating part of it uh, not so much just coming in with like common goals that most people come in like i want to lose fat i want to build muscle that's it's pretty common most people achieve one or two of those, both of those results coming in. Uh, but there's that other side of it, which is the, the mindset aspect of it. And yeah, I think you were paired properly with Laura Lee, uh, back then too. Um, one thing I always like to find out too, uh, from coaches is what, do you remember what one of your first sub coach assignments was like where you actually got oh, to yeah. the chance to deploy your training and everything? Like, do you remember what that was maybe? It honestly, I think I've subbed for Josh, right? I think you did like, yeah. One time. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it was either Josh or um, Mitch. Okay. okay. Um, that and makes sense. I actually got a call while I was on vacation in Florida that I remember that I was hired on as a sub coach. Oh, awesome. Um, and then that same day, I sent in an email to my boss at the hospital. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> putting in my two weeks. So amazing. <laughs> Yeah. That's cool. That's so cool. <laughs> I think that like, yeah, that I, I remember like when, where I was like when I got that email too. And I think Jess could probably say the same thing. It's a, it's a, it was a really like cool, really exciting thing to be like, Oh, this is like a new path, like a new opportunity, you know? And it was, I mean, I'm sure with as same with you, Taylor and you, Chris, it was like, no, real question about it well taylor you just said you emailed the hospital that day you're like hey peace like <laughs> i'll finish out <laughs> I'll, I'll finish out what i got going on but like oh, that's it you know so yeah it's it's a really exciting yeah. time um that's cool that you didn't um yeah let up either you like have to like send like i'm still here i want to do this yeah. I'm still here. Like, that's what it takes sometimes for sure right yeah, yeah. and man that that interview process for us as a sub coach, that was honestly intense. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, I had to record a video and send it in. Uh, it was, it was yeah, the answering the 12 to 14 questions on camera kind of thing. Yeah. yeah it was, it was a process. <laughs> Yeah, you don't get into this business easily, at least with WAG. Like, we, we vet you. <laughs> it's an earned thing for sure. And uh, as we've talked about on previous coach interviews, it's like, you know, the process is you've got to start as a client. Like, so that you're familiar with this process, what it's all about, what it's like, um, and all that. And like, yeah, you're not just going to be an existing nutrition coach who just kind of like pops in and says, hey, I've got credentials. It's like, well, you've got that, but you don't have the experience of WAG. And so um, that's a really beautiful yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And clearly you were committed to it by saying, Oh, I got the offer two weeks notice. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like powerful. how I said, um, like the hospital is kind of just like a one time interaction with a patient. Um, the nursing homes is a little bit different cause people are there mm-hmm. long term. So like 
that's why I decided to keep that one and drop the hospital because the nursing homes, I, I do. Honestly, I love the, the senior population. They're oh. so cute. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love awesome. it. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's still like I have that longer term um, relationship with them and connection to be able to follow up and yeah. things like that. That's cool. Yeah, it's I know that uh, that's probably that probably has I mean, it has its own challenges. Meeting with people every single day um, has to have like, I mean, it has to be like tough in person. Like there's definitely a difference between in person and, uh, you know, writing like just text only. So I'm sure that has its own challenges, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's definitely a different population with Mm. obviously very different goals. Like these people just want to, they're chronically ill and they just want to feel or get stronger so that maybe they can live on their own outside of the nursing home. Um, but like, I have to flip that switch going from working with like these elderly population, um, to WAG yeah. nutrition <laughs> coaching. So it's, it's a different ball game, like in sports nutrition and kind of flipping that switch a little yeah. bit. Totally. So I want to like kind of, piggyback off of that um you talked about getting in or signing up with wag and you were doing crossfit super into it competitive when did you decide to start focusing solely on weightlifting um so about three years ago i would say is kind of when maybe four years ago i did my first weightlifting meet um, which, uh, a, some, a previous coach had been egging me on to do one for a while. And I'm just like, no, CrossFit, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, <laughs> everything CrossFit. And, but then I finally did it. I loved it. Um, for maybe two years, I was still only hardcore CrossFit dabbling a little bit into weightlifting meets here and there for fun, but that was not my focus. Um, and then I'd say maybe, two years ago is when I finally committed to weightlifting um, and stopped all the train, like the, the Metcon training and things like that and weaned it down a little bit. And at that point I got really strong. (laughs) I started just like full time focusing on weightlifting. Um, I got a, I have my own uh, coach who does personalized programming. That's in um, Columbus. And he's a remote coach. Okay. Yeah, he. I met him when I lived in Columbus, um, and that's how we connected. Um, actually, it's a funny story how we connected. Um, two years ago, I was competing at nationals. Um, I didn't have a coach. I was just coaching myself, essentially, following generic wow. programming. And You made it to um, nationals? I didn't have you a coach. You made it to nationals doing that? That's pretty yeah. badass. <laughs> yeah. So it was my first time competing at, at nationals and it's hard to do a meet without a coach. So I was just like posting on Facebook. Can somebody help me coach me? It was in Detroit, oh, Michigan. Okay. And um, he responded to it. He made the trip. And from there I was like, Hey, do you, do you want to coach me like full time, like programming and all that? And then that was maybe a a year and a half ago or so. And we've been working together ever awesome. since. So that's great. That's, that's super sweet. I mean, 
you i mean you said it's just been like three years did you say it's been like that long since since you actually yeah. started going like full time i mean we should just go ahead and talk about the arnold this year right like <laughs> how you crushed it um so <laughs> we're gonna embarrass uh taylor real quick uh i hope that she doesn't <laughs> mind too much uh We've had the pleasure of working together for, um, I mean, it's been about five months now, um, but right before the Arnold Classic, which takes place in Columbus, the first week in March, um, she was on the wait list. She was not like fully like um, on the um, starting list, and we were met, we were playing with her nutrition a little bit, and we had a conversation about just getting like ready in case something opened up and she said that if something opened up that Mm -hmm. she would she would do it um and lo and behold like how many weeks out did you get the notification to maybe less i don't remember um maybe maybe around a month month? or so i think i had a little bit of time um and so we so we knew that the arnold was coming up and we started tweaking her nutrition a little bit. Um, she lives in the 64s, um, 64 kg class. Um, and she went to the Arnold and she did a really good job. <laughs> she did, a, she did really, really well. Um, I, I know that talking about your numbers is, you know, I know that some, some lifters don't like to talk about their numbers, but That's like, okay. you, would you care. mind like sharing, <laughs> like you took first in the 64s, which is amazing. But like, talk about some of those lifts that you hit um, and the stiff competition that was out there that day. Yeah, so um, I PR'd my snatch. Um, I tied my PR clean and jerk. No, actually, it was one kilo under my PR clean and jerk. <laughs> and then I had a PR total. Um, so my snatch, I hit um, 93 kilos, which is about 205 pounds snatch. Um, clean and jerk, I hit 113, um, which is around 250. Awesome. Um, and actually, I ended up winning um, the total and the snatch first place, second place on clean and jerk. Um, I won the total by one kilo. That's amazing. <laughs> so it, it was, it was awesome. It yeah. was fun. It was just an unbelievable, an unbelievable weekend. Um, so yeah, I've got that lift just on loop on my other browser tab here and just watching it and like that snatch just in the bottom where you caught it and you just get it and stood it up. It's just, yeah, I was like it's so impressive. back and forth like to my toes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's still, just the way it just your whole body just. <laughs> caught it and just (laughs) honestly that still blows my mind that i did that (laughs) that was a two kilo pr so um before that 91 or around 200 pounds was my pr so it was a a pretty big decent jump and i had only snatched 91 one time prior to that too so awesome that is just like that was a very that was a very exciting weekend. <laughs> was so yeah, cool. <laughs> I remember I um, I messaged Josh um, since he's my nutrition coach. I after the meet, I was like, "Holy shit, I won!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was not I. 
I knew exactly what I needed to do to win. And um, I hit the numbers and everything went as planned. So, yeah, yeah it, was, it was amazing. It's awesome. <laughs> when, when everything comes together, you know, on the day, like, you know, you, you have good training days and maybe one day will be a better snatch day than another. And the next day you'll kill it with the clean and jerk. You know, it's like, but for all to like culminate and come together at an event of that caliber is just like, it's just awesome. And I'm sure that some people were like, yo, Taylor Lucas, like, what's up? What's going on with her? Like, turn, probably turn, <laughs> turn some heads with those lists for sure. So, um, yeah, it was yeah. A, kind of a super big, like, <laughs> detraction there from the <laughs> questions and stuff that we have to ask. But, you just getting into weightlifting, I mean, only three years ago, and then putting out a performance like that at a major event is just so, so, so impressive. Um, so I hope that maybe if there's someone else that might be on the fence about doing a meet or, you know, weightlifting in general, like Taylor's got a pretty cool story. Um, and uh, so that first meet, going back a little bit, the first meet that you did, that um, your other coach was kind of like, you should do it, you should do it, you should do it. And then you finally did it. Like, were you like, did you feel kind of like out of place or did you feel nervous about it? Or were you just like, okay, like, let's go. Like you felt ready for it. So actually my anxiety was like through the <laughs> roof. It took several um, weightlifting meets to be able to like learn how to breathe and like calm sure. myself just because I'm used to CrossFit where there's like people running around loud music and like, um, and recently like it'd been a lot of team stuff, um, and not individual. Sure. So walking out onto an elevated stage and having like a judge right oh here God. in front of your face, um, stresses me out. Quiet. It's usually, it's usually like dead silent and everybody's just staring at you. So like my, I had a hard time like calming my heart rate and like breathing. Um, and actually, um, now my coach's wife is always backstage with me at any meets and she's, she is my grounding person. <laughs> she like, she teaches me to like close my eyes, um, breathe, breathe in through my nose, calm down. And I've gotten a lot better, um, at that actually just very recently, like, finally like learning how to calm yeah. down and just not be so shaky going out on snatches and things like sure. that. Sure. It's good practice. Yeah. <laughs> Very good practice. What, um, yeah. what would you tell someone that is like getting ready for their first meet or, um, like just getting into the weightlifting world? Like when it, when it comes to that, because weightlifting is hard. Like those are hard lifts. Like even I say all the time, that there's a reason that people, spend their entire lives on two lifts, the clean and jerk and the snatch is because they're not easy. So like, what would you say to someone that's like just getting into it and they're like excited, but maybe they're a little bit frustrated. Um, but having been there before, like, what would you say to someone like that? Um, definitely having a coach helps somebody to help you, um, count your reps for you, um, is one thing. Um, because that's stressful itself. So just knowing um, when when you're up next to lift, sometimes it changes. Sometimes you're up next. Sometimes you're now you're three lifts sure. out because people change their attempts. 
So removing that stressor and having somebody else, a coach, worry about that while you just focus on lifting and warming up, um, that is probably my biggest suggestion for for a meet, at least. It sounds like your coach is like top notch, and that's so cool that his wife like helps you out with the mindset stuff, like doing those like high yeah, she's high great. pressure moments. Um, right. Uh, so we'll sh- shift back to the nutrition coaching stuff. Uh, so, um, having been a coach with WAG for a little while, what would you say is one of like your proudest like kind of accomplishments as the coach? Like breakthroughs maybe you've had with clients. Um, you know, I, I really just anything. Like, what's one of your like proudest moments? Um, I would say my proudest moment with WAG is probably going to be this podcast if it goes well. <laughs> oh man, you're doing great. Don't um, worry. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> um, That's uh, hilarious. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, in all seriousness, um, I've been with WAG for maybe as a full, as a coach, um, maybe eight months, I would, I think so. Um, so I would say something that really like brings happy tears to my eyes is when a client tells me that they went to an event and they felt great in their skin. Um, that's probably like the mindset progress to me is like a big, like one of the biggest wins and not so much like focusing on the metrics yeah. when a client can tell me that they are not worrying about the scale, but they're focusing on how good they feel in their skin um, or their clothes are fitting better. Um, that's probably my happiest moments when I read that in a check-in. Love that. Yeah. It's so much more profound than everything else, you know? And I, I think that stems from the fact that like we've helped break through uh, another level for that client, right? Like you, you supported them to change their mindset and that relationship with how they perceive things in their world. And um, it's so much more fulfilling than this because you can hold on to that because you can hold on to good feelings longer than you can aesthetics, right? you know? <laughs> and it's one of those aspects of like controlling what you can control and you can, you can control your perception and the way you things see things and you view things about, and it's so much more valuable. And it's like the longer takeaway that's going to help serve that client for years. Right. And they're mm-hmm. always going to remember that Taylor <laughs> helped them get there and, and achieve those breakthroughs, which is just, such a profound and beautiful thing. And yeah, I get it. The teary eyed moments. Yeah. Those means more. I love celebrating those things more than I do. Hey, great job on hitting your goal weight. Right. It's like, yeah, that's cool. But how do you, how do you feel? Right. <laughs> you know? Um, so this might be something we maybe have already covered possibly, but, um, one thing we like to know is like one, what's one piece of advice that you like to give your clients? Like if there's some tried and true mantra, advice or something that you tend to like to give to your clients? Like what's something that stands out? Um, so I feel like this kind of just goes along that same theme. Um, and maybe just stems from my past experience too, um, as a client, but like learning how to incorporate all foods and learn, knowing that all foods fit. Um, you don't have to be restrictive, Um, and nutrition is not black and white. Uh, when you are able to incorporate 
some of those maybe not so healthy foods or the more calorie dense foods in moderation, um, that's where you can have a healthier relationship with food. Um, it's more sustainable, uh, in the long term. So I'm always talking about like when somebody asks, says that they're guilty, say a client tells me they're guilty because they had a piece of cake or something. I was like, okay, but was that cake delicious? Did you enjoy it? Um, were you able to also pair it with maybe some more, a balanced meal before that, um, high protein, Mm -hmm. um, some micronutrients in there, and then be able to have a, a modest portion of the cake, uh, and then move on. Yeah. Um, because there's always ways, obviously we do flexible dieting. Um, you can fit that stuff in there occasionally, as long as it's obviously not, maybe not every day, right? but, um, here and there, um, it, it's just helps you enjoy nutrition and just live your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The freedom to live (laughs) and to experience and be okay. Uh, with every experience and it's what you extrapolate from every experience. It really matters more than the, the yeah. object itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great piece of advice. I love that. That might be the uh, title of the episode. Something about being able to eat your cake and enjoy there it too. You go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so we'd like to, I mean, we're coming up to the end here just, uh, just a little bit, but uh, one of the things that we like to ask people is tell us something that people may not know about you like uh just uh, yeah anything so um i was thinking about this uh prior to the episode because i know you've asked other coaches um and actually you said it at the beginning i uh co-own a uh wedding and event venue um i run that with my two sisters um my parents helped us get it uh, started. We've been open for um, around two years now, I think. Awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I do that on top of the other things I mentioned. <laughs> everything else. Uh, you do that on top of everything else. <laughs> yeah, so like on the weekends, I'll be in there at midnight cleaning up after a wedding. Um, um, or I, sometimes we take turns bartending the wedding. So I might be bartending a wedding on a weekend, um, and then preparing for a baby shower the next day or just setting up. But it's luckily it, the cleanup and stuff, usually if the wedding didn't get too crazy, it doesn't take long as long as we're, um, all helping, but, um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a cool spot. Uh, I think you have it linked on your Instagram page. I was able to check it out. It's uh, it looks really nice, really pretty spot. Yeah, yeah. Whitetail Acres event venue. Yep, it's really cool. Yep. So we we bought just like a a storage building, um, and we uh, redid the floors. We added a beautiful staircase to it. We added a bar, a patio, and we. We dug a pond in the backyard so people can – we built a pergola. Me and my dad actually pretty much built it together, the pergola on the dock um, where people can get married outside too. Wow. Jeez. That's, yeah. that's pretty sweet. 
Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> do you, uh, do you guys work with like wedding planners? Um, like d- directly, do you have like, uh, you know, relationships established there or is it mostly like wedding planners that know about you that come into we rent the space we, for clients? We do have a, a wedding planner that, um, we, we refer to. Um, so they're not directly, um, like with us, but we refer clients to them. Got it. Right on. So, um, as we, uh, as we bring this one, bring this one to a close, is there any like parting words, pieces of advice that you would like to share with everybody? Um, I mean, you had some great advice as far as like the, um, you know, sharing wisdom with clients and things, but yeah, anyone that's on their nutrition journey right now, um, that might be struggling or, you know, just kind of trying to find their way. Do you have any, what would you say to someone like that? Um, accountability is a huge Mm. piece of the puzzle. So maybe you have all the nutrition knowledge or you think you are pretty established there, you have things. Um, but when you have that accountability, it's a huge game changer. Um, which is exactly why, yeah, I'm a coach, a nutrition coach, but I have a coach too. Um, because having that accountability, it helps me make sure I'm showing up um, every week in my check-in. Yeah. Um, obviously, if I have to explain something or why I wasn't showing up all week um, or logging anything or maybe not training, um, I have to explain that and just knowing that I would have to explain that makes me want to stay on course. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So get that accountability. It's, it's a huge game changer. Right on. Yeah, it is. And for anyone looking for that accountability, uh, we'd like to help you get there. And by being a listener of the podcast, if you use the code inside wag at checkout on working slash join, uh, we will be more than happy to give you $50 off your first month of membership so that you can be coached by Taylor, Josh, or myself, or anyone of the other fine, uh, coaches on staff here at wag. That's Nutrition. Right. Mm-hmm. That is right. So thank you so much, Taylor, for joining us today. Really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was great to know you better. (laughs) And uh, that'll do it for today, gang. So I hope you all have a great week, and we'll see you all soon.